innovation isn't necessarily taking 10 steps to five steps. Yeah. So today, your innovation could have been uh, something like, oh, I communicated with the customer better. Mm-hmm. So as you're in the business, it almost feels like you're not doing enough. But if you were to zoom out and you made small increments over six months, you really just improved over six months. Failure and data, bro, I think are some of the key things. And I think, like I said, man, people are so afraid to fail. I'm telling you, man, in that failure is everything you need to know for success. Creating a relationship because they might not want shirts, but they might know somebody who do want shirts. Yeah. And, of course, you know this, but people want to do business with people they like. That may sound weird that failure is an ability. Because a lot of people don't know how to fail because they're so afraid of it. First, they feel like I had a strong work ethic. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what I did uh, got me from A to B, which could have been like working longer hours, taking all the orders and things like that. But to get to that next level, I had to rethink my strategy and figure out what I was doing and what could I can do different. If you're too busy to build systems, you will always be busy. So, what are some of those key like skills, man, that you feel like you've picked up uh, over the last 12 months that has allowed you to experience all this growth? Yeah, I want to say like, yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network, man. This is going to be a dope conversation. Got a good brother of mine in the building, man. Actually, a mentee of mine. We've been rocking together, man, for the last 12, 18 months, uh, doing some business development. So, look, man, I'm excited for this conversation. It's probably going to be one of the most unscripted uh, <laughs> interviews that I've done, man. Uh, you know, I feel like we know each other. We've been vibing for the last year or so, man. So uh, my goal, man, with this interview is, of course, always to, you know what I'm saying, expose you, your business, and a lot of the great things that you got going on, man. But uh, also, man, I want to dive into some real deep mindset, man. Okay. Uh, I know we've been able to connect on that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's just one of the things, man, that I value. You know what I'm saying? About you, uh, Donald. I ain't even said your name yet. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of the things I value about you, man, is your mindset, man, and uh just as much as, you know, I've been helping you through business growth and development, you know what I'm saying? Your mindset, man, iron shopping's iron. You've heard that, man. So you've shopping me a lot in these last few months, man. So this is going to be a dope conversation, bro. I'm ready for it. Listen, what I need y'all to do, man, relax. Uh, find you something to write, man. Get a pen, get a pad, take some notes, man. This is going to be a great interview. Uh, and if you're finding value out of this interview, man, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications. Uh, with that being said, Donald, bro, listen. I know I've had the privilege, man, of checking out some of your growth over the last 12 months. Let me drop just a, a handful of stats, man, and you you let me know if I'm off. Uh, I know prior to us rocking together, man, um, you were a solo, you know, solo shop. You were running. You was the, the main operator. You was doing pretty much everything in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening the door, closing the door. Taking the orders, printing the orders. All of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. Uh, I know financially, uh, you are already doing multiple six figures in your business. Uh, your your revenue has doubled since the last twelve months. Amazing, yeah. Great feeling. It's been a great feeling for sure, man. I know that uh, your orders have doubled, tripled per week. You know what I'm saying from what you've been able to see. Uh, now, like I said, you were a solo shop owner. Now you have how many employees do you have? Now, right now, I have four full time employees. Four full time employees in a matter of twelve months. Amazing, Dang. you know. And business is just rocking for you, man. Yeah, man. So talk to me a little bit. I know what contributed to their growth and I know some of the things that, you know what I'm saying, we've done. But I guess just to kind of start the conversation off, man, talk to me a little bit about some of the growth that you've experienced, man, and just how it's changed your business. <clears throat> man, personally, uh, even more so changed the business, I feel like it's changed more of me personally. OK. You know what I mean? I feel like it's definitely been more of a deep dive into myself uh, as I as I'm growing the business. Okay. You know what I mean? So I guess I'm finding more of myself as I become maybe a better leader. You know what I mean? Knowing how to lead and things like that. So, so yeah. 
For sure, man. Let me ask you this, bro, because, and, and like I said, this is more of an untraditional way of doing these interviews. Right. It's a new year. We're going to do this a whole lot different, man. Uh, I want to start off with a simple question. I think that, you know, a lot of people feel like success sometimes is, you know, non-attainable. And you see people start businesses, man, with these uh, ideals of growth, right? And uh, a lot of times they don't they don't come to realization, right? And they find themselves working in the business and not working on the business. What advice, bro, would you give somebody that feels like, you know, success isn't attainable uh, based on some of the growth that you've seen over the last year? Man, I think for me, uh, it's more so about, like you said, the mindset and information-wise. Okay. So uh, it's more trying to figure out what does it take to uh, to grow a business or, you know, reading books or, you know what I mean, just going to deep dive into that part. <clears throat> I think me personally, let's say I had a, I personally feel like I had a strong work ethic. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what I did uh, got me from A to B, which could have been like working long hours, taking yeah. all the orders and things like that. But to get to that next level, I had to rethink my strategy and figure out what I was doing and what could I can do different. Yeah, yeah. Like that. If I was uh, continue to do the same thing, I get the same result. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people hear that, man. I think that's like the definition of insanity, right, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a real strong believer that some things to people are just sound. And we've talked about this, right? Just like knocking on this table, right? It's sound. Right. And people can hear you say it. And to them, it's just noise. Right. But they don't really fully internalize what you're saying and what that means. Break that down, man. The definition of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. What, how was that? What did that look like for you? Man, honestly, what it looked like to me is that uh, I feel like I had hit a breaking point where let's say I'm printing a lot of shirts. Yeah. And uh, let's say I didn't have a minimum order of shirts. I had one person that wanted one shirt, so I might charge $25. Okay. So if it's taking me two or three hours to make that one shirt between talking to the customer, mm-hmm. obtaining the graphic, making the shirt, it's like I have a limited amount of time, no matter yeah. how long I work. So it's, uh, man, it's like, it's like, yeah, just putting yourself first and, uh, man, knowing, uh, what to do next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, man. Um, I want to talk about proximity. Uh, and I think this is, uh, I've been in several conversations over the last month about proximity. We always talk about, you know, the mastermind groups, getting around successful people. In your opinion, bro, how important is proximity? <clears throat> Honestly, I think proximity has to be the most important thing. Yeah. Because it's almost like, uh, you know, if you're working hard, you're just working on the island. So you don't know, uh, you know what I mean, what to do next. You don't, you don't have any type of different perspective. Yeah, yeah. Perspective really gives you everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're just doing something one way, if you don't have uh, somebody else either checking on you or looking at it or just having a different way of viewing it, man, you continue to do the same thing or run into that same problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, you said uh, perspective. Man, we can talk hours about, you know what I'm saying, Dang. perspective. And, you know, even in my journey as an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying, perspective has always been that thing that constantly changes, right? Right. And to me, perspective always changes because you're always growing, right? Some of the things that you didn't know last year, but because you put that activity and that action in, you know what I'm saying? Now your mindset almost contradicts, you know what I'm saying, the beliefs that you had, you know what I'm saying, prior, man. Talk to me a little bit about that that, that mindset, man, and just, you know what I'm saying, how your perspective has shifted over the last 12 months. I think the most my uh, perspective has shifted, I guess, is really having a growth mindset. So mm-hmm. in that sense, like, so what is a growth mindset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, me having a stagnant mindset is uh, saying that, you know, if I can't complete something, it can't be done. Okay. Having a growth mindset is just pretty much saying that, 
if I put an amount of work and effort, then you know what I'm saying I can obtain this. Uh, what's the next? What's to do next? Yeah. So as uh yeah, so that growth mindset is everything. So knowing that I don't have the answer, and knowing that the answer can be con- uh, obtained by just working hard or trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think that's a that's a that's a that's a good talking point because I do feel like a lot of people feel like they can outwork. You know what I'm saying? A situation or a problem. And I was at that point, you know what I'm saying, in my business. And I find myself at that point a lot, like, all right, I'm just going to muscle through this and, you know what I'm saying, and, and work through it, man. But do you feel like, you know what I'm saying, since us meeting, that that was a, a you've had a different mindset towards, you know what I'm saying, outworking the situation or, you know what I'm saying, compared to seeking, like, education or mentorship? Ah, 100%. I feel like, uh, like I tell my uh, my younger brothers all the time, like, Usually my uh, my way of answering a question is like using a hammer. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm just gonna work hard at it. Yeah, or I'm just gonna do it, work harder than the next person. But it's like, yeah, it's just having strategies. So sitting back and thinking. Like I feel like the best way I can explain is like, you know, you're inside of a house and the house is on fire. Mm-hmm. The first thing you wanna do is uh grab a bucket of water and you're throwing water out. Yeah. But as you continue to do that, like the house is gonna burn down. But if you was to actually sit back and think and analyze what's going on, yeah. you might know that you can go out this front door. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? So if you don't ever take the time to sit and analyze what's going on instead of working first, man, it's, it's like an ongoing cycle. Yeah, that's real, bro. Why don't you feel like people sit and analyze, you know what I'm saying, their situation? <clears throat> Honestly, I think it's hard to do that when you're in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So, sure. yeah, so if the bills are due today, you don't have time to figure out, you know what I mean, what's going on tomorrow. Yeah, And also, uh, like you said, it's pretty much having perspective of having somebody to talk to. Yeah. So let's say you're a first-generation uh, business owner or you don't know where to reach out to. You don't even know where the answers are. So the people that you do reach out to, they might not even give you the best advice. Mm. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you're taking their advice and it's like, man, they're not even doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for so sure. Like that's the most difficult part. Hey, listen, I know you're enjoying the episode, but real quick, there's two major mistakes that entrepreneurs make when building their business. One is association and two is continued education. Here at the Equity Tab Network, we've created the Equity Chasers Club, a private community of entrepreneurs designed to help you as an entrepreneur avoid the major mistakes that most entrepreneurs make and take your business to new heights. First, association. The people that you hang with on a daily basis has a strong influence on the success that you're going to experience as an entrepreneur. Inside the Equity Chaser Club, we network with like-minded entrepreneurs on a weekly basis and share vital information designed to help you as an entrepreneur grow. Secondly, continued education. We've created the Equity Chasers Learning Hub. Inside the hub, we have hours of exclusive content designed to help you develop your skill set and your mindset so that you can become a well-rounded entrepreneur. In the video description, you will find the link to the Equity Chasers Club. Hit the link and join a thriving community of entrepreneurs and take your business to new heights. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Now, let's get back to the video. You know, the last 12 months was the concept of working on the business, right? And not working in the business. And I have a quote, man, that I look at a lot. And it and, and it goes like this, you know what I'm saying? If you're too busy to build systems, you will always be busy, right? And True. I think that a lot of times uh, individuals do focus on their mindset of, man, the bills I do right now truth of the matter is bills are always going to be due you know what i'm saying and if you keep you know what i'm saying putting those things as priority you know what i'm saying they gonna always be priority you gotta figure out um how can you you know what i'm saying step out of this situation so that you can start working you know what i'm saying on the business but l- let's go back just a little bit man why t-shirts 
Man, honestly, uh, t-shirts are not something I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. Because <laughs> so, uh, so, bam, the way I got into t-shirts is I was going to UT Martin, so I was uh, had a major in accounting. Okay. So I had a younger brother who was still in high school. Gotcha. So I ended up transfer- transferring back to uh, University of Memphis, coming home, you know what I mean, getting a little homesick. And during that time, he was working uh, in Photoshop. You know what I mean? This is like 2000 and like nine. You know what I mean? So uh, he said he wanted to start a clothing line. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I had a little money. We can, uh, you know, try to partner up and do things like that. So I think as we got deeper into it, he kind of got discouraged. He was like, man, I think I'm going to just choose to do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Just show me how to use Photoshop and I'll try to continue using it. So I was horrible with it. And uh, my honestly, I started so many things before the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the first thing I tried was uh, the magazine. Okay. Yeah, so I tried to start a magazine. This was like 2009. And the name of the magazine was I Hustle Entrepreneur. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's supposed to uh, show focused on, you know what I mean, small businesses within my neighborhood that you didn't know about. Yeah. Gotcha. So if you drive down the street, you'll notice that each one of these are small business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, and even starting it, I feel like man, I was so broke. Yeah. Like starting it. You know what I mean? I, I might have used the money I had. I was working at Wendy's and Toys Us at the time. For sure. So uh, I remember buying a printer, bro. I spent like $800 from this printer from Office Depot, printed the magazine, and took the printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I remember using a camera <laughs> and uh, buying a camera from Best Buy, taking a camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a 14-day return policy. I remember going to JCPenney's and buying a suit uh, to wear for the uh, cover. Yeah. And taking the suit back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was like shoestring butcher. You know what I mean? So, bam, as I did that, uh, in the meantime, I felt like I was just trying to uh, have multiple strings in car. So I was trying to do the magazine. Inside of that, I was like, man, I'm going to just do clothing also. Yeah. So uh, working with my younger brother, he he was already outsourcing and using screen printing. Okay. So he introduced me to the uh, the guy that was in, uh, you know, the area that was uh, printing shirts, and I was outsourcing to him. So as I started to print my own shirts, People kept coming to me and asking me, say, man, do you, uh, can you print my shirt? For sure. So I was like, you know, yeah, I'll do that. You know what I mean? So uh, so I outsourcing the shirts, and I started to realize that I was making way more money outsourcing the shirt mm. than be selling the shirts for like $25, $30 a piece. Sure, for sure. Yeah, so that right there was like a light bulb. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, soon if I ever get the chance to uh, buy some equipment, then the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going uh, to, you know what I'm saying, start doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what was your uh, what was your background prior to you uh, getting into t-shirt printing? My accounting, accounting, man, numbers guy. Man, I love numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, man. <laughs> nah, I'm, I've gotten better, but the accounting side of it just never was my thing, man. I used to have to outsource the accounting piece, yeah. man. Bro, let's talk about mindset a little bit, man, because I know. Uh, first of all, how long have you been in business? Man, I've been over a decade now. 10 years, man. Congratulations. Most businesses don't make it, you know what I'm saying, after 10 years. Let's rewind 12 months ago, man, when we when we started working. I guess it's been a little bit over 12 months now, uh, but about 12 months, man. Probably. Where were you at in business? Man, like you said, I was a, a solo entrepreneur. So yeah. I had a t-shirt shop. Uh, you know, I was leasing out a place, but it was me. So I was taking the orders. I was uh, making invoices on Microsoft Word. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm printing the shirts. I'm talking to the customers. I was doing every hat in the business. (laughs) What was, man, some of those, like, key mindset shifts? Because I think, and the reason I ask this is because we both were in the t-shirt industry, right? And I think a lot of people will see this interview and they will say, of course you were able to help him grow because both of y'all have that same industry, which that is true. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I have a lot of information and knowledge in that industry, but... 
you know, I think one of the key things is, man, is mindset. And a lot of stuff that we talk about, matter of fact, let me ask you this. Have I ever taught you how to print a T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we know how to print. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. taught you how to run your production. At all. That's all the stuff you already knew that. Right. A lot of the stuff, man, that we worked on was front of the house, more mindset, skill development. You know what I'm saying? What are some of those key, like, skills, man, that you feel like you've picked up uh, over the last 12 months that has allowed you to experience all this growth? Yeah, I want to say, like, perseverance, determination, or, uh, you know what I mean, thinking my way through the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, trying to educate myself on, on what's really going on. So even analyzing the problem. So let's say it's something simple as I'm talking to a customer and we're going back and forth about different graphics. So uh, trying to figure out, like, what's really the problem? Like, what's really going on here? The yeah. customer, or is it the way I'm communicating? Am I not, uh, you know, setting a, a great example? Am I not setting a great expectation on, on what's to go? So yes, I mean, yeah. really that part. For sure, for sure. Man, I think uh, I think that is key, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, and we talked about this, and this is probably when we first started working together was, you know what I'm saying, setting that standard and, and letting people know how the process is going to be prior to working so that they fully understand it. But, man, if I could, you know what I'm saying, think back or just say right now, like, some of the biggest things that I've seen, you know what I'm saying, your transformation is, is really your habits, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, your daily habits are crazy amazing you know what i'm saying and i've seen a big shift from you working in the business to you know what i'm saying working on the business what is the difference that you've seen now that you've set time aside and maybe you can even share that what does your regimen look like on a daily basis when it comes to business development man honestly it's uh researching information you know what i mean okay. so uh trying to think bigger picture so of course i'm here in print shirts but i'm really trying to provide a service to the customer. So how do I provide that best service? And I don't provide that best service by printing the most amount of shirts, working the most amount of hours. It's yep. like, how do I streamline? How do I communicate effectively to the customer? What does the customer really want from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so pretty much diving into the whole educational part. And uh, I guess diving into myself, like you said, uh, habit. You know what I mean? Staying, uh, not being so distracted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because look, I, man, yeah, like, I, down. I, I could be a talkative person, so uh -huh. I could have a customer in the shop. I might talk to them for an hour. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I didn't, I didn't over-talk myself. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? So it's just uh, just being aware of time and aware of what's, what's really going on. So yeah. For sure, for sure. What are some, like, key books, man? Because I know you've read quite a few books uh, over the last few years or over the last 12 months, man. What, what are, like, one of the key key books that you picked up and read? Man, that first book wasn't even last 12 months. It was probably, like, 2018, like, the email. The email, oh, yeah, look, sure. the email that was man. I was reading that book yeah, somewhere uh, yeah, back in that book. I feel like that book was telling my life, okay. In what way, man? The way what it's talking about, I believe, it was the young lady. She uh started baking cakes, mm -hmm. and uh, I think she started because her grandmother, and she felt like he was, she was overworked. She hired her first employee, which is with my younger brother. So, bam, he was in there helping me, and then he got overwhelmed because I had him doing so many things, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I feel like, uh, and then he said you would go back into like an empathy stage, such as like you either get bigger, uh, figure out the problem, or you would just stop picking up the phone, or you yeah. just stop doing it, which happened to me several times. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like just to rewind a little bit, so let's say I started a t shirt shop in 2016. So I quit my accounting job to, uh, to start a t-shirt shop. Yeah. So thinking I had enough money and I kind of ran through all the money I had saved. <laughs> so at that point, I had to go find another job while I still at the t-shirt shop. Wow. Okay. So uh, I ended up, uh, my younger brother ended up helping me. So he's working during the day and I work from like nine to five. And then I would get off work to print shirts at six to 10. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Six to 12. 
So uh, honestly, that, that propelled me a lot because I couldn't uh, run the shop from where I was. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out some type of system. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah so that, uh, yeah, but the E-Myth was one. That, another good one was, uh, uh, man, what's the one we always talk about? You gotta be cold for love. Oh, <laughs> no, that's the one, right? Yeah, there. for sure. But more so, I guess, because it's about mindset. I think, uh, you know, people have a misconception when it comes to failure. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like every time I was approaching failure, it was, uh, I must be going in the wrong direction. I yeah. think you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just understanding that, you know what I mean? You have a process, you have failure, and the outside of failure is success. Mm-hmm. So, when you're hitting that failure mark, just letting you know you're doing the wrong thing or yeah. just collecting information. But if you fail faster, you get faster to the uh, to the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that right there was like key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was key. Yeah, and, and you know, bro, I think, and this is some of the things we talk about quite often. You know what I'm saying? And you mentioned two things that's really uh, instrumental in the growth in any business. You know what I'm saying? And that's the ability to fail first. You know, you gotta have, and 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 that may sound weird that failure is an ability. Because a lot of people don't know how to fail because they're so afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have the, the mindset to fail first. And I feel like I had that mindset because I feel like I had already felt it so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just knowing that, uh, you know what I mean, after that failure, it comes success. So usually I would hit a brick wall and I would slow down. Yeah. Instead of pushing through that brick wall. For sure, for you know sure. I mean? so, yeah. yeah, man, because failure is one of those things, man, that... It's not meant for you to sit there alone, right? I think I heard it is like uh, it don't matter how many times you fall, it matters how quick you get up, right? I think a lot of times people fail and they stay down there, right? And the reason you stay down in failure is because you you don't know why you fail, right? Yeah. And a lot of times you don't know, but if you start asking yourself those questions, what you'll realize is there's a lot of lessons in this failure, right? And more importantly, there's a lot of data. And we talk a lot about data, man. How has analyzing data in your business over the last 12 months changed things for you? Man, honestly, it's changed it dramatically. Yeah. Drastic. You know what I mean? So uh, just knowing that I was collecting data, I guess it's harder when, you, when you're working or you're moving forward and you're, you're coming across so many obstacles. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know you're collecting data. So, uh, but yeah, just feeling so rapidly. So just having problems every day and constantly solving them, constantly moving forward. And then to go back and look at that and figure out uh, what did you do last year? I do the same thing, repeating the same things you did well, yeah. and then changing the things that didn't go so well. Yeah, for sure, man. Failure and data, bro, I think are some of the key things. And I think, like I said, man, people are so afraid to fail. I'm telling you, man, in that failure is everything you need to know for success. You know what I'm saying? So, man, talk to me a little bit about, uh, and I still, I kind of want to go back to our initial uh, meeting because we didn't we didn't meet when we first started working together. Right. We had met what maybe two years prior or something like that. I think yeah. you had reached out to me. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. So one of the things that I was doing when we initially met, man, because we had built a you know infrastructure in our company, right. we were able to print so many shirts that I would reach out to other shops. You know what I'm saying? And say, hey, if y'all had orders that y'all didn't have the capacity to print, right. send them over to us, man. I think that's how we initially met, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I remember after talking to you about that, uh, I might have looked up, uh, you know what I mean, other screen printing shops. And then I might have started calling them and saying, hey, if you have any orders that are smaller, yeah, yeah. Blah, definitely feel free to reach out to us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Man, remind me back to the point in which you decided to seek mentorship. You know what I'm saying? And reach out to me, man. Where were you? What was the mindset? Kind of what was going on? Man, I feel like that mindset, even though I had did so much, which I had 
You know what I mean? I started a shop, I, I leased a building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been there five years or so. Uh, I had got a larger account. I printed a lot of shirts. But mentally, I felt like I was just, you know what I'm saying, at a brick wall. So when I met you, man, or reached out to you, I felt like I was already at a Disney and I didn't know what else to do T-shirt-wise. I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't able to pull myself out of the business. I didn't know what direction to go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember having a talk with my younger brother. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, the problem is, you know what I mean? Uh, you might not know exactly what to do in the uh, industry. So maybe you should reach out to somebody who's done it before yeah. and then see, uh, you know, they can give you some insight. So uh, at that point, I'm like, man, nobody's going to tell you, uh, you know, any insight on how to make their business or, or things like that. But at this point, I feel like I had already hit a brick wall, so I didn't sure. have any other choice. So I was like, man, let me just give anybody a call. Mm-hmm. So at that point, <laughs> and honestly, there's a lot of ways I uh, solve problems. So, man, just to dumb it down, like if I'm looking for the remote, I might look in the refrigerator for the remote. I yeah. know the remote is not here, but the logic that I'm using is not working no more. Yeah. So I'm willing yeah. to try most anything else to figure out to get to my answer. For sure, for sure. So yeah, man, I know when we uh and so we started working together and I know it was it was probably information overload. <laughs> it was a, a great amount of information though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All at one time. For sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> what were some of the key things, man, that you felt like, you know what I'm saying, uh in working with us working together? I know the mindset is always gonna be number one, but like skill set, because I believe that there's mindset, right? But then you also have to develop skills, right? Because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs stop growing, you know what I'm saying, mentally, and they stop growing skill set-wise. And in this ever-changing market, man, you got to keep sharpening some of those skills in order for you to stay relevant. What are some of the skill sets, man, that you feel like you picked up on? Man, look, give me an example of skill set when you say skill set. So one of the things I know that we worked on was like, you know, streamlining some of the processes, uh, even your outbound approach, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of businesses have an inbound approach, right? right. And they, they, they more so play defense. Whatever comes to them, they deal with it. But having that offen, uh, offensive approach, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen you, you know, go out, work rooms, but like, you the t-shirt guy now, man. Right. <laughs> you the t-shirt guy in the city, man. Everybody works with you now, man. Right. So, like, what are some of those skill sets that you have to develop to be able to bring on more customers? Yeah, honestly, like I said, I guess it's more a deep dive in myself. I had to be not necessarily more outgoing, but... uh Yes, a little bit more confident in being uh, uncomfortable. So let's mm-hmm. say I feel like I'm not the most outgoing, but I need to go network. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, uh, and even with going network, like networking with a purpose. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so, was networking a part of your regiment prior to us working together? Hey, it was, but I wasn't doing it intentionally enough. Okay. So, right. which means that there was a networking event, so I'm about to go. Yeah. But not understanding, like, who's at this networking event? Are they even my customer? Like, are we going to benefit each other? Like, am I going to benefit them by even being there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm at a networking event and it's about uh, culinary, you know, are, they, are they really my customer or is it just a networking event that I saw online? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, skill set-wise, I had to say about uh, problem solving and being intentional with, uh, with the things that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know you're real big on, you know what I'm saying, gratitude. And that's been one of the things that really help you. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, uh, experience the growth because there's only so much right that a mentor uh, can do. Like it's it's information, you know, and I tell people this all the time. man. I wasn't no smarter than you, Don. I'm no better than you. Right. It's just that I had information that you didn't have. You know what I'm saying? It's just like other entrepreneurs who's going to be watching this interview. Right. It don't mean that because somebody making more money that they better than you. It's just they got more information that you don't have. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people, man, will get in, you know what I'm saying, their ego and all that good stuff, you know what I'm saying, and won't allow themselves to really be humble, you know what I'm saying, to learn. Uh, but I've watched the gratitude in you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, man, 
that's one of the biggest things, in my personal opinion, bro, that has allowed you to experience growth, man. Break that down to me a little bit. I definitely agree with that. I guess, uh, you know, sometimes, with like, let's say uh, you're working in, man, you, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's easy to be distracted when you're working. Yeah. So uh, a gratitude part is almost like uh, like a self-awareness type of thing. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the shop and I'm working mentally, you know what I mean? I'm going to get tired. I feel like I'm working long hours and things like that. That gratitude was you out of the physical work that you're doing yeah uh making you aware of where you are and then just uh you know what i mean that but that awareness is everything yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah. That part right there for sure man i know also bro that um you um with this rapid growth right i think that a lot of people that experience growth run into and this is a question that i typically don't even ask you know what i'm saying we typically focus more on the positives you know what I'm saying the business but i'm going to be more intentional this year of getting into some of the struggles right because i think a lot of entrepreneurs can identify with the struggles sometimes more than they can identify with the success with growth yeah income is better you know business is better but there also still comes a lot of challenges like what are some of the things that's keeping you up at night i want to say one of the main things is uh Man, it's almost like the imposter syndrome. syndrome. Oh, yeah, bro, you did that. Yeah, it's pretty much like uh, like I'm here, but am I supposed to be here? Like, did I get here by mistake? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Am I lucky by being here? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. I feel like I might have struggled with that maybe during the middle, like let's say six to eight months in. Okay. You know what I mean? As I look back and figure out if I'm looking on social media, if I'm seeing the people that I contacted, the shirts that I've printed, the, the orders we've done. You know what I mean? And it's almost like looking, uh, I think we had talked about it before. It was like looking at your, uh, what, did you, what did you call it? Break it down. I'm trying to remember. Man, it's something like looking at your head clips or something like that. Oh, oh, oh press clip. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so for sure. like, man, not even be able to recognize myself. I feel like I had put myself in so many uncomfortable positions that uh, I was growing so fast and I couldn't recognize who I was. And it's like, man, can I live up to this? Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, that part. And that's, I guess where that gratitude comes in, just pulling yourself out of the situation and being grateful for who you are because it's hard to be... Uh, it's hard to be unfocused when you're great. So when yeah. you're thinking about, you know what I'm saying, where you are, it's hard to be upset about things. It's hard to be discouraged. Yeah, You know what I mean? It could be just smallest things. It's like, uh, man, it, it could be like, okay, bam, I'm working. Let's say I got so many employees, but I got three people calling in or, you know, three people feeling sick at the same time. That gratitude is like, man, I'm, I'm glad I got employees to call in. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I, it was a point in time I wish I had help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I got <laughs> more help than I get. So it's like, yeah, that gratitude is is, is everything. It, yeah, man. And I've heard it put like this, bro. If you're not experiencing problems, then nine times out of ten, you're not growing. Right. right. To have an employee call in means, first of all, you got the revenue, you got the business to be able to afford that employee that's right. calling that, in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what gratitude allows you to do, man. Sometimes you can focus on the negative, right? And once you get that gratitude, it's like, bro, I'm grateful that this employee called in. Not that, you know, you want your employees to call in. It's, it's like I'm grateful I had to work. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. The print. They need the employees for them to call in for it to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm telling you, man, even in that industry, I've seen the days of, you know what I'm saying, when things weren't so good. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of overhead in that industry. You know what I'm saying? It is a lot of overhead. Right? It's a lot of moving parts. And you got to have, and we talk about a lot about this, man. Maybe you can break it down. Uh, you got to have a real healthy pipeline, you know what I'm saying, of customers, man, uh, in order to make this thing work. So a lot of the work that we do in this industry, the results really is about 
and you might can can, can tell me because I've been out of the game for a minute, right. but I would even say it's like a six month lag on it. So right. if you're not working today to grind it out, you ain't gonna have no business. Yeah, you gonna feel it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's definitely just being uh. You know what I mean? Being adamant and, and knowing that it is a pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Knowing that you're talking to a customer today, they might not place an order today, but you're creating a relationship. Yeah. So that's I feel like that's what I focus more on now, creating the relationships instead of maybe pushing the orders or pushing shirts in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some of the key things you uh, have identified in helping you develop relationships? Man, communication. Okay. Communication and follow-up. Okay. Yeah. Follow-up, yeah. Follow-up. Yeah. Let's start with communication, and then we're going to get the follow-up. Communication is just, uh, you know what I mean, the communication, how you communicate, like a line of communication where we're talking about email, text, uh, networking event. So just putting yourself in a position where you can communicate yep. to a lot of people. And then, like you said, after that, it's the follow-up. So just because I see you on Monday or I saw you at a networking event, just following up saying, hey, man, it was good seeing you. Yeah. Even though they might not have wanted shirts, but you know what I mean? You want them to think about you when they do want shirts. Yeah, yeah, Or just creating a relationship because they might not want shirts, but they might know somebody who do want shirts. Yeah. And of course, you know this, but people want to do people, people want to do business with people they like. Yeah, yeah. They know, like, and trust. Yep. Yeah. The value. For sure. And you develop their trust by, like you said, following up, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And taking in, you know what I'm saying, key information, right? I think, man, one of the key things that people uh, miss out is on those small opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know somebody's birthday, Put that in the in the customer notes. You know what I'm saying? If you had a conversation with them and they told you that their child was sick in the conversation, once you follow up, it ain't always got to be about business. You know what I'm saying? It can be about that specific thing that they said and just letting people know, man, that you you present and that you heard them and that you understand. You know what I'm saying? Those are like key things, you know what I'm saying, that entrepreneurs that's watching this interview can take and start doing, right? It's not always about the transaction. You know what I'm saying? Because we people, you know what I'm saying? People doing business with people. Now, look, I guess that's where the communication comes in key because, you know what I mean, uh, just being able to listen as much as you talk. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, so if I'm at a networking event and I'm there to talk to you about shirts, I ain't heard nothing you said. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know it's your birthday today. I don't know that, you know what I'm saying, your dog just passed away or you got a uh, vacation coming up next week, things like that. So if yeah. they're only for my purpose, then, yeah, the communication and, and listening is, is everything. Yeah, yeah. But I want to go back, man, uh, to you, you said the imposture syndrome, right? The imposter syndrome. And then you said the uh, uncomfortable, right? I want to dive into those a little bit deeper because I think that, you know what I'm saying, there's a mindset there that a lot of people don't realize, right? Mm-hmm. And I've heard, somebody sent me this video maybe on Instagram, I don't remember, but it was the first time that I heard imposter syndrome broke down in a way that really resonated with me. And what they yeah. said was, uh, once you're a high achiever, once you're a peak performer, once you're somebody who's always pushing forward, you're going to forever feel that imposter syndrome, right? Because you have the audacity, you have the, you know what I'm saying, the courage to put yourself in situations that you may not know the answers to today, but you know that you can figure out those answers, right? I know for me, I'm going into spaces, bro, that I have no, a, a lot of times, I don't necessarily know all of the information, but I know that, you know what I'm saying, with my skills and my abilities, I figure the information out, but you just got to be willing to, you know what I'm saying, put yourself in there. And a lot of times you're going to feel, you know what I'm saying, that imposter syndrome because it's uncomfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? But break down uncomfortable to me, man. Like, first, let, let, let me do it this way. What are some of the things that you've experienced for the last 12 months that's probably been the most uncomfortable for you? <clears throat> man, I guess, because uh, like you said, being a solo entrepreneur, you know, you're pretty much in a shop by yourself. Yeah. So, uh and then me being in the shop by myself, usually I uh, 
I solved my problems by working harder. Mm-hmm. But that whole uh, piece of asking for help or mm-hmm. working together, how do you work with another person? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Let's say I feel like uh, I can do it faster, but it's not necessarily about doing it faster. It's about getting the job done yeah, and, yeah. and enjoying each other's time while you're getting the job done. So, yeah, so sure. I feel like that was definitely, uh, and that, that whole uncomfortable piece is like, uh, you know what I mean, the communicating, the, uh, to networking, the, everything you feel like you're not good at. So by me being an accountant, I might be good at doing numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to work hard, I'm going to show up early, I'm going to stay late, and I'm going to do the numbers. That's not where the business is grown at. The yeah. business is grown as you go into networking event or you go into the birthday parties, mm-hmm. going to the weddings, you know what I mean? It's the communication. Yeah, it's the show. And it's a relationship building. Yeah. yeah. And in order to do that, you got to move, you got to remove yourself from the business, right? And even though somebody may not be able to do it as good as you or as fast as you, you know, you got to be able to give those things up and put those processes in place for those individuals, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do it. Because I've heard, man, if they can do it 80% as good as you, then that's a task that you need to delegate, you know what I'm saying, and not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, be doing yourself. I know we talk a lot about, you know what I'm saying, KPIs, like the key performance indicators and things like that. Man, how has your mindset shifted when it comes to focusing on, you know what I'm saying, your KPIs? Man, I get, mind shift comes with uh, man, almost like your habits and, and the things we talked about earlier. So uh, knowing what to measure and then grabbing that data. So uh, so the things you're doing right now, you know that you're grabbing data so you can analyze uh, later. Mm-hmm. So uh, And then as you grab the data, knowing what to actually look for. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I, now that's real, man. And I think you know. And the reason I asked you that because we're talking to entrepreneurs, right? Right. Uh, the Equity Tap is all about helping entrepreneurs scale, grow. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, what I've realized, just like you, as I've analyzed this data over the last, you know, what I'm saying, twelve months of doing this podcast, mm-hmm. a lot of people that we talk to are similar. You know what I'm saying? To where right. both me and you are, or where we were, solo entrepreneurs trying to figure out how do they get themselves out of the business, how do they grow, how do they scale the business, how do they bring on these employees and things like that. And one of the things that I realize is a lot of times they don't have key uh, KPIs, you know what I'm saying, the key things that they're looking at on a daily basis to drive the growth because both me and you know there's really only a handful of things that you can be doing to really grow the business. Everything else is really, I don't want to say wasting time, but everything else does not grow the business. You know what I'm saying? You know, one thing I learned this year, though, is that uh, I feel like I didn't know what KPIs I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, the most important thing is, man, is to execute. So you should yeah. just be grabbing data anyway, even if it's a lot of data. So you grabbing no data, doing all the wrong things, is way better than you doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. That's key. Break that, you got to break that down a little bit more. You know what I mean? So let's say that, uh, even if we're talking about a t-shirt, let's say the data I'm trying to grab is, I don't know, simple things. How many people are calling? Mm-hmm. How many orders I'm doing? Uh, what's the number of uh, shirt colors that are coming in? You know what I mean? What's yeah. the industry they're in? So it's like, uh, if I'm overthinking the process, mindset why it's like, man, I shouldn't be focused on this. I should be focused on uh, getting larger accounts. I should be focused on such and such. But either way it goes, like I need to execute on something. Yeah, so yeah. Picking something and sticking to it, and then sticking to it long enough to grab the data. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Not just thirty days. We're talking like thirty, sixty, ninety. You know, you know what I mean. Like twelve months of data. So yeah. you could be doing something wrong for twelve months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But what you really just did is grab a lot of information, and you know what not to do next time. Yeah. And the faster we grab the data, the faster we be able to move forward. Hey, talk to me a little bit about data because. Uh, 
this is one of the things that, man, I I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I love analyzing data because it's like reading a good book, right? right? It's a great story once you know how to read the data. You know what I'm saying? What are some of those data points, man, that you started to look at in your business that maybe you didn't think to look at at first? I think some of the most important things is, I guess, uh, and so uh, at first I was trying to look at how many times people were purchasing shirts for me. Okay. So that's one reason why I didn't want to get into T-shirts. Mm. I feel like if you're coming for me and you're getting uh, some T-shirts for your birthday party, you're not going to come the next year. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're coming to me, if you were at a grocery store and you're buying milk, man, this person's going to buy milk every Wednesday. For sure. Yeah, sure. so it's like that buying frequency. And I feel like I was looking at the buying frequency, which might not be the best thing. So maybe now I look at maybe the industry. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, who am I uh, printing for and, and why they actually want this shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That type of thing. So, uh, yeah, so... But yeah, that was definitely one of the key ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, I think it's about the industry too, right? You know what I'm saying? Because you do have people in the t-shirt industry that's going to buy one time from you every year and that's going to be that. But, you know what I'm saying, you can also analyze that data, right? Somebody's going to have a birthday every single month, right? And you can say, all right, if they this was with this birthday party or if this is what they like, now you can use that information to market and promote you know what I'm saying, to everybody else who's going to have a birthday that month, next month. So although that customer may be just a one-time customer, there's still a lot of crucial information in that one transaction that you can utilize to be able to help yourself for all those other customers that's going to be. But you know what, man, just hearing you say that, that has to be some type of mindset thing too. Because look, looking at the negative part, uh, aspect of it. it's like, man, I just uh, wasted my time with this customer. They only wanted the shirts one time and yeah. they wanted two shirts, blah, blah, blah. But the way you just broke it down, like, man, after you figure out that problem one time, you know what I mean? You, now you have to figure it out again. Yeah. So this customer wanted uh, 25 shirts and they wanted 10 names on the back. Now you know the next customer who wants birthday, you know what the name's going to look like. Or you know you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Or how can you capture that? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this person ain't going to be back to a whole other year, but let me kill this order. Let me even go over and beyond on this order so that I can capture it just right for social media. Now you can put your package together, you can market it, you can promote it. And now, you know what I'm saying, you can turn those one-time transactions. And what's cool about one-time transactions is, you know, I always charge a whole lot more, right? Because they custom most of the time. And those customers, like you said, they ain't going to be back. So they okay with spending a little bit more money. You know what I'm saying? But data, man, I think is the name of the game. And there's some other key data points that we've looked at, you know what I'm saying, in your business. But data is one of those things, like you said, man, it does take time. You know what I'm saying? And I think people just got to realize, like, yo, you got to be patient in the process. You know what I'm saying? Because... You know what? Sometimes I feel like it's hard to explain it. Sometimes you just have to go through it. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's almost like reading a good book. Like, you can tell me about the book, mm-hmm. but unless I experience it myself, why I experienced the failure and then hit that success, it's hard to explain that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what advice would you give somebody who's kind of at that point, man? Because data, it can be a whole year, you know what I'm saying, before you really get some of those key data points to help you grow Excuse me, your business, what advice would you give somebody, man, that may be just starting off and starting to analyze or collect data? And, my, and, and let me ask you this. It's twofold. What advice <laughs> would you give? And what are some of the key data points that you tell that you would say, man, you need to be looking at? Man, OK, some uh, one of the advice I would give a person, man, understand that uh, you are grabbing the data and it is a time it's mm-hmm. a time period. You know what I mean? So everything has a season, as, as you would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this might be the season of you grabbing the data. And it could be six months. It could be a year. To sure. understand that as you move forward, you know what I'm saying, you would utilize the information. 
only when you stop is when you, you know what I mean, you're failing or something. Yeah, Other sure. than that, you're pretty much just at a stopping point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And Vance, what was the second question? Um, what are some of the key data points that you feel like, as an entrepreneur, you ain't got to be in the t-shirt industry, mm-hmm. but just as an entrepreneur, man, here's some key data points that you should be, uh, what do I say, maybe key data points that you should be notating, you know what I'm saying, on a monthly, daily basis. I think what's important to know is, uh, man, what are the data points you're doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, what are the, uh, what are your habits? After you figure out what are your habits does, then you pretty much you feel like you can figure out what are your customer habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, they're buying frequently. Yeah. That type of thing. And why are they buying frequently? You know For sure. I mean? So, collecting data in the sense of, like you said, uh, man, taking a survey. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you choose us before you chose somebody else? Yeah. Why yeah. do you continue choosing us? So, after they tell you that, it's pretty much like, okay, man, we're going to continue doing this. Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? So, yeah. So, thinking about the uh, the next person instead of thinking about yourself, which comes to the communication part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which comes from listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So For sure. It's like talking to, uh, asking the questions, not even asking the right question, but knowing that you're asking the question, trying to figure out your customer or who you're working with. Yeah. I think, man, when it comes to grabbing data, there's really no wrong question to ask. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I dropped a video today. Uh, uh, y'all don't know if you saw it or not about innovation. So. Okay. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We talk about innovation all the time, right? There's a right. misconception that people feel like innovation is taking something from 10 steps down to five steps. Right. That is innovation. But truly, innovation is just making small incremental tweaks, right? Yeah. And uh, I think, man, those data points, like you said, something as simple as figuring out, man, why did the customer choose you? You know what I'm saying? Make it a goal, you know what I'm saying, for every customer that called today. You know, hey, what made you choose us? And take your, take your sheet of paper and just start documenting it. You know what I'm saying? All right, five people said they chose me because they drove by. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right, three people said they chose me because they saw me on Google. All right, so the most people saw me because they drove by. Now let me figure out which direction were they heading in. Why is that important? Because let me angle my marketing towards their way. Or, you know what I'm saying, at this time of day, they coming through, let me angle my market this, to- you know what I'm saying, this way. And so there's really no wrong way to look at data. You can find out so much, man. I'm going to tell you, we talked about this, man. That was one of the questions that really changed the game for me was what made you choose us? You know what I'm saying? And when I found out the reason, man, you better believe exactly what that that's what we're going to do every single you know time. What I think the hardest thing about collecting the data is like if you're inexperienced. So let's say I was inexperienced. And it's uh, knowing that it takes the time to collect the data mm-hmm. and knowing that, uh, you know what I mean, that uh, as you get through it, 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 it gets better on the other side. Break it down. Man, in the sense of like, man, you said uh, innovation isn't necessarily taking 10 steps to five steps. Yeah. So today, your innovation could have been uh, something like, oh, I communicated with the customer better. Mm-hmm. So as you're in the business, it almost feels like you're not doing enough. Wow. But if you were to zoom out and you made small increments over six months you really just improved over six months yeah, yeah you know what i mean so sure. same time it takes a, a long time to collect the data man it's harder to see an innovation when you're taking these small steps into it but somebody uh, else looking at you with a different perspective can clearly see like man you out here killing it yeah yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? for sure for sure yeah, yeah. And innovation happens that way man like i said it's those small incremental things that you know what i'm saying happen but you gotta have and i talked about this but you gotta have the mindset of innovation you know what i'm saying because that mindset always forces you to ask yourself, how can I do this better? And if you're not asking yourself, how can I do this better, nine times out of ten, you're not growing and the business is not going to be growing. You know what I'm saying? You got to ask yourself that, and you probably ask yourself that daily, like, yo, how can I make this process easier? 100%. Because as you experience more growth, you know what I'm saying, what comes with it? 
way more responsibilities. And you got to realize that, man, I can't keep doing it this way because we talk about momentum, right? Right. Momentum is one of those things, bro, that, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you may have built it this way, you know what I'm saying, this time, but it ain't going to work that way the next time because business looks, you know what I'm saying, completely different. But look, look, so I do have a good question for you, though. Yeah, yeah. Talk so, to damn, me. even with this, so I know we talk about mindset a lot. Like, yeah. what, what do you feel like uh, contributed to, man, your biggest growth in developing the mindset? What contributed to my biggest growth in developing the mindset? Yeah. Let, I think, bro, you realize uh, first is the realization that you want something better or you want to change. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we, we'll say, for instance, you want to swim, right? It's like, man, I really want to go swimming. But then, okay, you have that ideal. And now you go to the pool and you get in the water and this is what you realize. I really don't know how to swim. And so it first starts with an ideal, right? Man, I want to do better. I want to get better. I want to grow my business. And all right, now I'm going to take action, right? So it's the realization first and then it's the action part second. And then once you take that action, you realize I'm really not that good. And so now it comes with a decision, right? Right. Realization, action, decision. And so now once you get to that decision, you got to say, all right, am I willing to, you know what I'm saying, do what it takes to get to the next level? And so now that's where the mindset part comes in. It's like, yo, I realize there's only one or two outcomes. I can stay where I'm at or I can get better and grow. And so my mindset has always came from but the development and the foundation of my mindset is always, man, by doing this, am I going to get better? Or if I don't take these actions, where am I going to be at in the next 12, 18 months or whatever the case may be? And you realize, man, there's really only one way. You got to burn the bridge and you got to force yourself, you know what I'm saying, to go forward. And so that's a mindset within itself, man. And it's a muscle, you know what I'm saying? You know this. It's definitely a muscle. Yeah, yeah, your mindset is a <laughs> muscle. You got to work it out, yeah, because as soon as you stop working it out, you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't succumb to, you know what I'm saying, the fears, right? Man. You cannot succumb to it. It's just like, man, in the morning getting up, going to the gym, right? When the alarm go off, you got to get up because the moments you say, ah, five more minutes, you know, in, in two months, there's going to be 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? If you still going, you know what I'm saying? It may turn into, ah, every other day. So it be those small chips, you know what I'm saying, at your character, those small chips at your mindset that can derail you, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it's like the helicopters that have like this this meter in it uh, that they say, I don't, I don't know where I heard this at. You know what you're talking about though, yeah. Yeah, like it's 90% of the time off track, you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, and they have this meter that just keeps it on track. Your mindset is the same way, you know what I'm saying? If you allow your mindset to continue, you got a goal to go here, right? right. And as soon as you say, oh, I'm going to take five minutes, uh, I'm not going to make that phone call, uh, I'm not going to go to that network. I mean, uh, now, you know what I'm saying, 30 days from now, six months from now, you completely off track from where you initially started. So, man, it's one of those things that you got to, you know what I'm saying, act on every single time. Bro. Look, you feel like you kind of slowly developed it over time or was it, you know what I'm saying, was it like a aha moment or like what do you feel like it would be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is a, a slow progression, but I think that's the trick of success, right? You know what I'm saying? Wanna, it, I think success is one of those things you want to see if you want it bad enough. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people sometimes gives up, you know what I'm saying? They give up before they get to their point of where they can realize, you know what I'm saying, the success. Just like even with me and you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I've never asked you this, but you know what I'm saying? How skeptical were you when we first started working together? I was super skeptical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what made yeah. you continue, you know what I'm saying, to to trust the process and continue to work with us? 
man, I think that uh, I think you was giving me a different perspective. And when we spoke, you didn't necessarily have an answer for me. Mm -hmm. You had a, a philosophy. Mm -hmm. okay. So the philosophy was like the principles. So uh, it's like I could be asking you one question like, man, I'm having a problem in my business because I need to uh, hire more employees. So the answer I'm looking for is like, oh, this is how you hire more employees. But instead, you, you might give me the principle in a sense of like, so why do you need more employees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Okay, man, you want to print more shirts. Why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you need the employees right now to print the shirt? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing right now that uh, that's driving the business? So if you had the money to buy the employee, have the employees right now, had the help, you know what I'm saying? Would it be sustainable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that question right there was like the aha moment for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that's 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 how it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I think success is one of those things. It's all a question, you know what I'm saying? And as you continue to grow uh, in your business and you continue to go down this journey, right, you got to continue to ask yourself questions like, yo, if I take this action, will it, get to, will it get me closer to where I'm trying to be at? If I don't, then where is that going to be? And I, I promise you when I say this, it's very simple. The answer always going to tell you the truth, right? You got to do it. Honestly, it's you can question it all day. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you always going to be better for doing it than not doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you fail at it. You know what I'm saying? And even today, man, there's things in my business that, you know what I'm saying, I don't be wanting to do. There's things that I even fear, you know what I'm saying, doing. But I'm at a point now where I know where I can't let fear, you know what I'm saying, hold me back from achieving the things that need to be done because we only got a finite amount of time. Bro, we've been working together a year. Does it feel like we've been working together a year? Man, I feel like it's been about three months. I'm going to be honest. You see how, how quick time goes? Imagine if you didn't take the action that, you know what I'm saying, we set out to take over these last 12 months. How different would your business be? Man, it's drastic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, life would probably be drastically different because I don't even know if I would still be in the t-shirt industry because I enjoyed it, but I was like, you know what I mean? Maybe this is not the calling for me. Maybe I should be back in accounting. Maybe I should be trying something different. Because you know yeah, I mean? this wasn't the first time I didn't probably switch industry trying to figure something else out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs get there, you know what I'm saying, at the point to where they like, yo, I don't think this is for me. But I, I would challenge anybody, you know what I'm saying, who's watching this, like you, you know what I'm saying? Even in my hobby business, I've had to do this. You got to seek mentorship, you know what I'm saying? And you got to you gotta, you gotta get outside of your, 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 your uh, fear of influence, you know what I'm saying? Because we know this, you don't know what you don't know. Right, and that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, like, you don't know what question to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So let's say we got this uh, this AI, the chat GPT, and it's like, let's say it's God or whatever, and you, you can ask you can ask uh, Chad GPT anything, mm -hmm. and people are just asking, oh, can you tell me a bedtime story? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then another person could be asking, oh, can you give me uh, copywriting uh, terms on how to promote a screen printing company? So sure. it's like knowing what question to ask like means everything. Yeah, yeah. And I would even say, man, that is true. You know what I'm saying? But I, I always heard, man, the person who asks a question is dumb for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? But the person that don't ask the question is dumb forever. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't know, there's not a bad question, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, a, a good mentor, right, if you're talking to somebody that's truly seen the success that you want, they already know what you're really trying to ask. It's like once you go to God and you ask a question. Nah, I already know what you really mean, you know what I'm saying? And so once you're dealing with somebody who is, you know what I'm saying, farther along in the process, you know what I'm saying, it don't matter what question you ask. Now, you you talk to somebody that ain't had no success, your homeboy at the barbershop or whatever the case may be, 
Yeah, you may not get the answer that you're looking for, man, but that's why, you know what I'm saying, surrounding yourself, man, around successful people. And that's that's even a question for you, man. How how has your, your sphere of influence uh changed over the last twenty months? Man, like I said, it's changed drastically too to the you know, people I talk to on a daily basis. It's just like it's easy to stay inside of this bubble when you have that level of influence. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like uh and question I would ask myself is like how do I how do you find mentorship? How do you find somebody who's uh, you know what I'm saying, willing to help or even get into a circle of people? And it's like uh for me it was almost, man, whatever feels uncomfortable is yep. where I need to be at. Yeah. So if it's like if I need to be in a speaking engagement, if I need to be doing such and such, if I'm hesitating to do it, I feel like this must be the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean? If not, I'm just gonna grab some data and move on. Yeah. Yeah. But the quicker I grab, the quicker I can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you about this. because uh, you've mentioned this several times. Uh, information, right? As you see certain things on, on on social media, you know what I'm saying? How that information resonates completely different once you're in a mindset of growth. Right. Does that make sense, man? I know like- 100% Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break that down because we talk about that quite often because the average person can see something, right? And it means absolutely nothing. But then you can see something, man, and we can have a conversation about it and it's just like, yo- you saw that too. Like it's a whole lot deeper perspective, man. Once you once you engross. But honestly, I feel like you just said the key word though is perspective. Mm. Yeah, it's perspective. Like, and how do we broaden our perspective, man? You can broaden uh, broaden your perspective by, I guess, meeting new people, talking to new people. But for yeah. me, it had to be the information in the books that we was reading. You know what I mean? So mindset book. So which is it really wasn't a big thing to me. You know what I mean? I was always big on learning, but I felt like uh, a lot of times you reading a book, it's a lot of fluff. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So if it's a book and it's four hundred pages, I got two hundred and fifty of fluff. Yeah, you know, yes. <laughs> even if you're talking about the go for no, the go for no started off was like uh, his wife. He was on a golf course. You know what I mean? They talked this. So look, the audio book. Let's say the audio book is three hours, an hour and a half. He talking about being on the golf course. Yeah, I said, man, this is not it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but just like anything else in life, when you're grabbing data or anything like that, it's just framing the information. Mm-hmm. So having that perspective, I remember uh, I asked you about that. I was like, man, bro, this book ain't it. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you was like, man, what it's doing, bro, is just framing the information. Because if somebody gives you information about the frame, it pretty much leads you in, in a different, whatever direction you want to. So they yeah. had to put it in a way so you can understand it. So that whole framing of the information. Yeah, you know for sure. I mean? yeah, it's almost like holding a person's hand and leading them down the hallway. So if I want to, uh, if I wanted to, acquire a customer about t-shirts i'm not gonna say hey you want some shirts yeah. i might frame it or i might introduce myself x how you doing try to figure out is that a pain point or do you actually need shirts and then we will move through that process yeah yeah, yeah. no no that's dope man yeah you definitely need to frame it this is like if i ask you man what's your favorite color let's say blue and i might say man i hate blue but <laughs> if i say yo what's your favorite color and you say well man you know my dad was a painter you know what i'm saying and he would always bring home this blue painted. One day he painted my whole our whole house blue. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my mom came out and she loved it. You know what I'm saying? That was probably the happiest I ever seen my mom. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? My favorite color blue. It's completely different meaning. You see what I'm saying? Because you framed it, and framing is key to everything. I don't answer. I, I typically don't answer a lot of questions, bro, without trying to frame it because you leave so much up for interpretation. You know what I'm saying? Without framing the answer. You know what I'm saying? That makes so much more sense. Though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, kind of transitioning into closing, man. Talk to me a little bit about kind of what's next for you. Man, what's next? Man, honestly, we just want to continue to grow and uh, move down this line. So let's say we're increasing our sales. 
which is pretty much increasing our impact. I guess that's the one thing I, uh, you know what I mean? I love that I'm still in t-shirt business. I feel like every time we're printing shirts, you know what I mean? Like we're printing somebody else's purpose. Every time somebody's coming through, they either, you know, bringing in ideas or a clothing line or it's a nonprofit. So it just feels great to be a part of that. So uh, as we move forward, it's like, how can I increase our impact by helping people uh, print their shirts? Yeah, that's dope, man. And, you know, I think of people, a lot of people that's not in the industry don't realize, bro, like, yeah, it is transactional, but T-shirts, bro, it is, you're creating memories. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to take a picture in that shirt and they're going to look back on it and they're going to remember it. They're going to pull that shirt out their closet and they're going to say, yo, this is the last family reunion I had, you know what I'm saying, with a certain loved one, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, this is my grand opening, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's creating memories and it is an impactful industry. A lot of people don't realize that, man. Look, bro, in closing, what I want to do uh, is let people know, you know what I'm saying, how they can keep up with you, you know what I'm saying, how they can place orders with you, all that good stuff. And, you know, I know we've been talking for a little over an hour now, man, but any closing advice, you know what I'm saying, you have, and, and, and I'll frame it for you. There's an entrepreneur right now on the other side of this camera, you know what I'm saying, that may be where you were 12 months ago, you know what I'm saying, looking at their business, hit the brick wall, and don't necessarily know how to move forward, man. What advice would you give them? And then again, man, whatever information that you have, you know what I'm saying, uh, in closing, you know what I'm saying, let people know how they can keep up with you. Look, guys, man, this has been a dope conversation. I told you guys, man, take 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 out a pen, take out a pad, write some notes, man. I hope you guys found value out of this conversation. Listen, man, if you are finding value, do me a favor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to turn on the notifications and also like this video. And if you could also leave a comment if you're resonating with this information because it helps us out with the algorithm. Make sure that YouTube pushes this conversation out so that other entrepreneurs that may be in the same spot as Donald or even you or myself was in at one point in time, they can find value out of this conversation to help them move forward. If you can do those things for me, man, it would mean the world. I truly appreciate it. Also, do me a favor, man. I'm going to drop all of Donald's information below in the description. Tap in with him. You need T-shirts. You have a family reunion. You have a business. Anything that's going on, you need to get branded. Make sure you tap in with Donald. He'll get you taken care of. So look, Donald, man, in closing, do me a favor again. Let people know how they can keep up with you. And uh, any closing advice you have, man, for entrepreneurs, man, the stage is all yours. Definitely. So look, if you're looking for us, you can always go on the website. It's uh, www.lifestylescreenprinting.com. We're on all social networks. Uh, Facebook is Lifestyle Screen Printing. Instagram is Lifestyle.ScreenPrinting. Uh, and yeah, also, yeah, I know we was talking about this earlier. So uh, I just want to uh, offer some of your viewers, uh, you know what I mean? People want a shirt or, you know, a discount. So what you could do is you could text the word T-shirt to 55444. Again, that's uh, T-shirt to 55444. And man, closing advice, uh, and the best thing I would say, if I was talking to myself 12 months ago, is seek a uh, high educated person in your particular industry. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And develop mindset-wise, man, you have to develop your learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like reading, information, just uh, pulling yourself away from distraction and just diving into your particular industry and just homing in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, man. And man, that brings me to another point, man. Look, I forgot to tell y'all. Let me tap in with the Equity Chasers Club, man. Y'all see this T-shirt we got on, man. Listen, we have a private community that uh, we, we're doing with entrepreneurs, and we're breaking down these concepts. How do you move your business forward, man? Tap in with the Equity Chasers Club, man. I'm going to leave that information below as well. But again, man, listen, we appreciate y'all tapping in with this conversation, man. We love y'all. We'll see y'all at the top.